Hello and welcome to MiceCast with your hosts, Greg, Mike, and Shaft, and we have a guest. Say hello, somebody. Hey, good night. There, <laughs> AJ, our guest. All right. Okay, guys. Welcome, John. Just, I was going to say, that's not just somebody. That's 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 the person there. The, the, person the Aussie couple. John. The Aussie John. The often imitated, never duplicated Aussie John. <laughs> where the swirlies go in reverse. That's right, where the swirlies go in reverse. <laughs> hey, John, so how's you been? Uh, really good, John. But uh, yeah. you've had a little excitement in your life down there, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's been um, interesting down in Australia. We had what you guys had a few months ago. Yeah, a fair few bushfires and um, quite a few people got barbecued. So um, it's been a bit of a tough time. Dodging yeah, the flames. We, we managed to not have too many people barbecued. In fact, I don't think in the last one we had anybody uh, not, totally no, toasted. There was some, uh, overall we've we've actually done overall pretty well and all that. So it was unfortunate well, where you guys were. You just, I mean, you really had people run over basically. Although I was going to say this last week, the uh, fire we had last year where the fire firefighters were killed, the uh, person that set the fire got murder this last week. Oh, yeah, course. he got convicted, yeah. Well, that's good. So. Good night, you're roasting them, too. Yeah. yeah, I think people should die by the way they committed their crime. That might. I, I like that plan, yeah. That or just hang them in a the public square and let everybody gawk and, you know. No, nah, I, prefer, I prefer the former. Yeah. All <laughs> right, so moving on, uh, today Disney... Uh, and the reason AJ is here, uh, representing not only himself but the Travelers podcast, uh, Disney finally released D twenty three to the world, and John, uh, through his numerous contacts with uh, the Travelers, was on a conference call. So, in a nutshell, we are going to talk about what D twenty three means to the world, to the podcast, and Disney communities around the world, and then pretty much that's it. So. All right, so I guess we're going to have John give the rundown of his conference call then. Is that the simplest way to start? Uh, well, that could be one way to go, or we could just simply list of uh, what it's supposed to be, what we know, and then ask uh, John to expound upon it. But since we don't plan and prepare for this show, we really don't know what the hell we're doing. Well, that's, that's there. There's a bit of planning right there. What do you, how do you want to do it? Now, in this case, I know what we're going to be talking about, so okay. Oh, that's me... right. We, yeah, I guess we should have told Richard <laughs> or Shaft. Now no, I... no, by the way, Shaft sent me an email. I, I think he really thought he was ahead of the game this morning uh, when yeah, he I sent me that. an email <laughs> about D23. And I'm like, yeah, old news. You know, this is already no, out Actually, I just, I just sent it. I just forwarded it when uh, it popped up on my mail, my company mail. I just forwarded it on to you guys. I, it wasn't that I'm trying to be ahead of the game. Well, you know, here's an angle I think that might work right. And then, John, you can jump in because I know your time may be constrained. As a cast member, Shaft, or a Shafted cast member, however you want to look at it, what do you know, what have you been told prior to or now that D23 is out, um, what, from a cast member's perspective, is D23 about? Well, what we've been told up until this day was absolutely Zippo. Um, if you went on to the uh, cast portal, the company uh, internal website. Called The Hub, right? Had the Hub, yes. The Yeah, Portal's the original name from way back in, when. What can I say? I'm old Th- thanks for sending us a login link to that, by the way. Uh, you're welcome. Oh, did, it, did, it go through the, did it go through the portal again to you instead of just giving you the website? No, no. It said, click here or go to 
Disney.com slash D23. So I clicked here thinking it would take me through and it takes me to the hub login page. Sorry, man. Okay. So, but anyways. He's challenged. <sighs> but, you know, every time you came up onto the uh, hub, you, uh, it popped up this little window in the corner, RU23, and it had the countdown to today, till the announcement of today. And that's all anybody heard of anything. Okay. Okay, so now that it's out, did you, you know, did go the look. Mill start? Did you know people pull it up at work and say, "Oh, now that's it," and whoopee? Or is there any more information out on the um, first day? That that was quite a kind of an overstatement from my perspective. Everybody, it was kind of announced this morning. We got a little flyer on it. We all looked at it. And go, hmm. Okay, that's that's cool. And how much? Because, of course, our little flyer didn't say anything about money. You don't find out anything about money until you go onto the website and see it's $74 for the year. So, Okay, that's a nice round down. It's, you know, 75 Well, with tax, it's 80 something. Well, yeah, depending yeah. on what your local tax is, it's over 80 Okay, so uh, you know, just like frontline cast members all over the world that work for Disney, you know shit. Uh, so, John, you're a member of the community. What do you know, since obviously you know more than the frontline cast members? You were on a call today. Uh, what was the big news, and was it a uh, red herring? You know, was it was did it live up to the hype? Well, Mike, back a step. The process was almost as interesting as the announcement. We, um, we got an email two days ago inviting us to a conference um, call with Disney. And um, we were pretty excited because um, not only was it a Disney conference call, it was also with Stephen Clark, the head of um, D23, and the new executive ed- editor of the Disney 23 magazine, Dave Smith, um, the um, chief archivist, and uh, Mar- Marty Scalar. So with those three people, we were all pretty excited about it. So um, there was all the rigmarole. You had the register and you had pin numbers and everything else, and um, you had to sign in at a certain time. But, um, the inter- interesting thing was when we were preparing for the um, the conference call, um, all the information got released a couple of hours early, earlier by Disney. So um, the online community was going crazy, and um, I'm sure Disney done it on purpose to get people talking, but um, it took everybody by surprise. So when the conference call kicked off, and there was no no real um, big news to break because we all heard it heard it already, but. Uh, like any Disney um, conference um, or press release, it was pretty well orchestrated. Um, there was 30 minutes of um, talk by them and um, no questions during the talk. Then they threw it over to the online community and the uh, and the press to ask their questions. But um, there was only a limited number of questions to be asked. So uh, it was all pretty neatly packaged. But... Um, I think everybody's seen the information by now. The uh, the package is out, $74.95, and that's probably causing the biggest controversy because a lot of people are questioning if it's worth the money. Have you guys seen it in detail? Uh, uh, okay. Yes. There's a party foul. <laughs> Who's that? It's not Who's me? It was me. <laughs> okay, you're matching the pot. You know, yeah. no one takes phone calls during things like this. Um, uh, you, you know what? I look, I had one of those days where the boss was just – all over walking around, you know, when we have a big kind of open studio kind of environment, so I couldn't spend a lot of time on it. I could quickly, you know, Skype or uh, Twit or something like that. But I did oh. sign up today anyways. I thought, you know what, what the hell, I'm a member of the community. I'm just going to jump in, do it, see what the first year's like. One, you know, $75 hit's not going to kill me. 
and see where it goes. You know, I, I was going to buy the hat, but I thought, screw it, I'll just wait. You know, I'm kind of interested in having a quality Disney magazine back. Uh, there hasn't been a quality Disney magazine since Disney News was uh, shelved uh, quite a few years ago, and it had really kind of lost its flavor. It started out as a, you know, no advertisement, Magic Kingdom Club only. Then after uh, Eisner came in, a little while after that, it went uh, to the newsstands and became a ad generating kind of thing. And now this new one's not going to have ads, which I'm really interested in. Uh, you know, the other things just sounds like NNFC. You know, everybody's worried that, oh, this is replacing Mouse Fest or it's the Mega Mouse Meet at Mouse Fest and they're going to take over the communities. The only thing I really saw that looked like that is more looked like they were going to take over an NFFC type event where they can sell stuff, they'll have people speak, things like that. Um, and I noticed there were some other discounts and stuff, but I haven't looked in it real deep. I just kind of jumped in. I wanted to, you know, say, hey, I was, you know, first day sign up, big whoop. Uh, but I thought I'd just jump in and see. Yeah. Well, how about run short for the nice cast listeners? Look, for your $74.95, and it's per person, um, you get four issues to the Disney 23 magazine. Um, so, as you said, Greg, it's supposed to have no uh, advertisements in it and um, it's supposed to be really well, well produced. It actually went on sale today at Walt Disney World, and I'm not sure if it went on sale at Disneyland Shaft, but uh, supposedly it was going out the doors pretty quickly. Did you see it at all? Richard. At, at Disneyland? Yes. Did I, you see I, the I, magazine at Disneyland? He, he forgot he was Shaft. I'm listening to uh, what AJ is saying, and I'm also reading the, the, uh, the stuff that... You can't here. do two things at once. Well, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm... Yeah. I'm, you, I'm, we, we, have a, we have a guest on, I, you know, I, be courteous. I... I again, you know, when with Disneyland, they mentioned it to us in the morning, um... That was about it. I took a quick look at the website for a few moments. I had a, about a total of 90 seconds to take a quick glance at it before I sent it off to Greg and Mike. Sorry, I had to go through the hub. But anyways, um, and then I, I, I know I was back out the door, and they, I, they had people that were wearing, you know, the traditional little buttons on. You know, I'm 23 today. There's a lot of people that were wearing the buttons. But I... Of course, those type of sales would, wouldn't be anywhere where I would be, but I didn't really notice anything, anybody talking about it or any talk from other cast members on it. Okay, you so said people. Of, cast members or guests were wearing Yes, both. Okay. Both. So uh, they obviously were selling them in the park then because I've been signed up on the D23 website waiting for the so-called air quotes announcement, and I haven't received anything in the mail, so I'm thinking they must have sold them in the park, right? Or I don't know. They're just buttons. They're just the regular, you know, like the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean premiere and the opening of whatever attraction. It's just a little button. So I don't know if they were actually something that was selling that they were selling, or if it's something that people were well, on the press conference. Richard, they was, yeah, they said they were giving them away. So yeah, that's what I was thinking. Is that it was just something they were giving away at the gate, and I only saw it in the opening thirty minutes this morning. I didn't see it. The for the rest of the day, for the most part, and then of course, Richard, you you're, you're off. You're off your game, Rich. There was a day when you were all over those like you know, flies on stink, you know, and you had two or three of them. <laughs> well, okay. well I'll, 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 how about I keep going with? I, I have a, I have a couple of them sitting here in my truck. Okay, all right. So now but we're getting meantime, to the real story. But in the <laughs> meantime, you know, I was going to say they had them for cast members 
for cast members to be able to wear today, and then they had the ones that were, but I didn't see that many cast members that were wearing one, and in the meantime, I only saw, you know, for about the first, maybe an hour, I saw a, a, quite a few go through the, uh, go through down Main Street wearing them, but after that, I wasn't noticing the buttons anymore, so I, you know, it, it was kind of like one of those things of, oh yeah, cool, and where's Space Mountain? Okay. Well, I, I imagine a lot of people coming in the gate, you know, average Joe Tourist is going, what's 23? They have no clue, in, so they're having to hit, handed this pin, it goes in, in their pocket, you know. In the meantime, you know, where in my environment, being inside the park, it's no, the, the guests that are coming in the park really, frankly, aren't going to care. They're going to be going in. Whoa, going whoa, whoa, whoa. In, what, are you, what are you saying? The guests in the park don't care about Disney Anna and stuff? Come no, on. no, no, no. That's not what I said. From my from the, my vantage point, they're not going to care. They're going to want to go onto Space Mountain. They're going to want to know what the wait time on Tower of Terror is. When they get home and they get back to their computer and their internet environment, then they're going to care a lot. But right now, their main focus is on the park, and this isn't something that's new to the park. This is new to the internet environment. So it it was being in the park is just basically out of the environment for what the whole announcement was. That's just Old my personal opinion. Oh, okay. Uh, you're okay, allowed so to have clarif- <laughs> Sorry, clarified that you didn't <laughs> see it today, Richard. <laughs> so, um, so, so for your $74, you also can get a membership card and certificate, um, a surprise collectible gift. Now, this was questioned um, today, what the <laughs> gift was. And um, because everyone's answer? doing the sums, you can imagine you're going down the list and you're going, okay, you get four magazines, you get a membership card, you get a gift. Um, you, you, also your, get, uh, button. you got your collectible surprise button. Yeah, you there do get your button, and you get uh, <laughs> you get the opportunity to buy m- more merchandise, yeah. and you get a discount admission to the expo. So people are reading down the list going, well, if you want um, one of the online magazines at the moment through uh, Mongello or uh, Ricky Briganti, you're going to pay about 35 bucks a year for six editions. Now, what, so what kind of mag- oh, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll ask it later. I don't. Sorry. Yeah. That's right. So, um, so for four editions of a magazine and a certificate and some type of gift, um, you're paying seventy four ninety five. So on first look, um, I think a lot of people were saying, "Well, geez, is it good value or not?" And um, I think until everything's released, and they're saying this is stage one at the moment. There's still more things to come out. Um, that the program's still developing. Um, I don't think anybody can really tell if it's good value or not. No one's got their packages yet either. So this surprise collectible gift could be something fantastic. Yeah, or it could be a closing air pin. Closing air pin, yeah. It would be six or seven bucks in the park. Which, again, if it's an exclusive and it's only to those people who sign up, you know, in the who knows if that's the first year. Did they give you any indication if that, you know, special extra gift was going to be for the lifetime of D23 or for the first day, for the first month, anything like that? Yeah, no, they didn't, but um, the gifts from Walt Disney Archives collection, so um, the guests Sounds were like saying that there was something decent that they put in their own homes. Oh, okay. Uh, I, got a, I got a quick question here on what possible one of the benefits. It was mentioning here on this whole thing, there may be spin-off benefits to annual pass holders, DVC members, and other Disney program members. And I thought I had read something on one of the flyers that was handed out or the one single flyer that was handed out did they mention anything of uh, uh, special value discounts that would be 
available to D23 members, like to merchandise that might be coming up or uh, merchandise that's being released or also even uh, travel packages and uh, tickets that might be of discount value to D20, uh, D23 members. Yeah, so one of the things, one of the questions I asked today, you know, talking about the expo, and I really want to talk about the expo because there's some parts of D23 that are sounding pretty good. But um, I can't remember who asked the question, but um, people were saying, will there be discount park tickets and accommodation? And the answer was were yes. Um, but there was no um, no hint of a suggestion if you were a member of D23, would there be any discounts on your normal park emissions? Okay, now how how did they determine who got to answer, ask the question? Since you said there were a limited amount of questions that could be asked, rock paper scissors. Yeah, almost. He hit star one, and you, if you were the first one picked, then that was it. So. Oh, okay. So just <laughs> random, random. Thing. Just random. Okay. Um. Hmm. Okay. So yeah, possibly they could add more. So right now we're not knowing what it is. The website does have a few exclusive items right now you can purchase a t-shirt a little statue of walt and oswald and a hat uh, so if it, if it continues to be those kind of things it, you know if you're a collector it could be interesting but then again you're paying for the right or the opportunity to, to buy something yeah. which is disney's already running a couple of those with some collectible series of statues that you can't buy certain statues unless you are in the statue club for that series of statues so this seems like it's now going to the next level of that kind of thing because uh, right now it's 75 bucks to get four magazines a certificate a id card and an opportunity to get a discount ticket to go spend more money doesn't seem like a value but mm, i did it anyways just to be in and who knows there might be a smoking gun in there where i'm gonna go god i'm glad i did this because you know something else might come up so i figured why not try one year and see what happens? I'm still kicking myself for not jumping in DVCs early on. Yeah, like when back when you had money, you mean? <laughs> yeah. <that's laughs> yeah. Um, hey, I was okay. going to mention real quick, if I could, just throw in for those that aren't familiar with Disney and everything, where the name D23 came from. Oh, we, course, we covered this. We didn't cover this in the show, though. Okay, it's not it's not a secret anymore. Well, for those that aren't Disney, uh, why are they listening? Dis- to this yeah, thing? exactly. If they, were, if they <laughs> there's no one who's listening to this who does not know what Disney twenty three or D twenty three is. Okay, <laughs> and, and where well, it all those that are listening that don't know what he's going to say it anyway. <laughs> just no I matter what you say, Greg and Mike <laughs> at micecast dot com. <laughs> that was the start of the uh, Disney company. Yes, uh, nineteen twenty three. Oh, really? Oh. <laughs> and what was the name of it back then, Greg? Oh, the Disney Brothers Studios. Oh, thank you. Good. <laughs> oh, Richard, you cracked me up. Okay, so back to <laughs> okay. the show. Okay. But the real news, the, the exciting news is what's all this mean to the um, the fan base and the online community. And um, one of the great things they were talking about is the new expo. The um, expo will run over four days. We've got dates now. It will be in September and run between the 10th and the 13th. And um, guess what, guys? It's not going to the, um, the the heart of Disney. It's going to Disneyland. So um, I think there'll be a lot That's of right. um, wait, wait, disappointed wait, wait. people out there. Wait, wait. Disneyland is the heart of Disney. That was the start. <laughs> 
Well, almost the start. The start was down over here. In okay, LA, but see, but... AJ AJ is voicing the common <laughs> international opinion that Walt Disney uh, World in Florida okay. is the. Well, I could almost the hear the size of disappointment when the announcement was made. So. Oh, really? I'm sure Lots people like Will and Lou and some of the you know the real pixie dust snorting uh, friends guys. of mine who you know I love them dearly, but you know, like we are Disneyland centrics, they are Disney World centrics, and I think a lot of times forget Disneyland even exists. Uh, I, for one, love Disneyland, but I definitely will never forget the bubble in Florida because I love it. But, yeah, I thought, John, that was very interesting. But that's what makes me wonder still about all this Mouse Fest who, you know, hoopla that went on a month or so ago. And then I wonder how this is going to affect NNFC because in a lot of ways what they're describing is similar to NNFC. They get speakers. They have merchandise for sale. Now, in this case, it will be exclusive merchandise that Disney, Disney's peddling themselves. So it should be different than what's out there now. Yeah, look, I think so. And um, that question was asked today, and um, they said that they're willing to work with um, their partners. Um, they're out there already. But um, look, how about I run through the rest of the inclusion, then we talk about the mouse festing. Please. Because right, I, I, I think there's some um, real ramifications for the online um, community, uh, big time about this. And I think there'll be some fallout over, over the next few months. But um, yeah, so, so the expo will run for four days. And, um, and they're planning for this to be huge, and it will include um, Park and Resorts, Walt Disney Records, Disney Consumer Products, um, ABC, ESPN, Walt Dis- Disney uh, Imagineering, and anyone else that's got anything to do with Disney. And um, they're talking about a full four days, and it looks like they're planning something similar to the, the Apple conventions, uh, where it's going to be a full on four days um, that people will go there, pay to get in, and um, and really be immersed in um, everything that Disney's got to offer. The um, They did toss around some prices today, and it'll be similar to a, a day in the park type prices. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see what the Disney community thinks of that. A day, but, a day um, in what kind of park? Like Disneyland, seventy bucks, or oh, Disney World, yeah, hundred bucks, about seventy dollars, about seventy bucks a day. So, uh, if there's um, everything that they're planning and they're saying it's going to be huge, um, I think people will fork out the money. the The great news was, and um, I was talking to Chris about this earlier from the Big D, that um, they've they said that um, it will be coming to Anaheim for four years. This will be an annual event. So um, look, I'm not being cynical because I think it's really good business practice, but I think um, it's important to realise that this coincides really nicely with the D- DCA expansion as well. So they're spending a billion dollars and they've got this four-day expo that would be happening every year during the renovation period. So they're going to have this gathering of, of Disney fans and fanatics that will slowly see DCA take shape. And I'm sure that over the four days, there'll be a lot of people talking about the upgrade and what's happening and why people should come back. So I really think they're trying to, from a marketing perspective, trying to position Disneyland as a as a real good new market for people to come back to. We've all heard people say, oh, I've been to Walt Disney World, I won't go to Disneyland. Well... I reckon they're trying to put Disneyland back on the map with this, and um, I reckon that it's a really good marketing um, move on their part. And from a communications point of view, um, I really think they're going to have the opportunity to start controlling the online environment a lot more. Now, when, when you say controlling the online environment, you think are you talking about places like, oh, uh, Mice Chat, the Diz Boards, 
those places. Um, yeah, well, WW um, Radio, uh, DPN, all these places that uh, are already are heck even uh, you know wreck uh, all Disney parks. You know, Usenet, all this stuff that has an online community that's been built up over the last you know, well, shoot, RDP's ten years, right? Uh, yeah, all that's gonna kind of try to be sucked up by the big mouse, or yeah, look, I fade away. Or... Up, but, but there was definitely two sides of this announcement today. There was the whole membership. Uh, yeah, you pay your seventy four dollars, and this is what you'll get. But there was also what Disney will be putting out online that they've never put out before. So the D twenty three website will be free to access, and there will be tons and tons of online content. So we're talking video, behind-the-scenes look. Disney's made a commitment to really open up um, Disney to its fans. And um, if they do that, the uh, online community that's been doing that in the past uh, will need to reassess some of the things that they're currently doing because could you imagine doing a review on an attraction one week and Disneyland does the same review uh, by their experts and historians and... um, they completely contradict what the online community is saying. So um, I think it'd be really interesting to see the way this thing pans out because if they're putting out really good content, and let's take Chris from the Big D as example. He's, um, his video podcast is one of the most successful video podcasts out there. But what happens if Disneyland or and Walt Disney World start putting out their own video podcasts of attractions with film crews, um, multi-million dollar budgets, um, and use it as a, a marketing opportunity. Yeah, you. I, I could see those could be some of the first um, kind of podcast or vidcast damage the most because people are in such a want to this. They'll put up. Now, I'm not saying about Chris, but there's there's a lot of bad video podcasts out there. Um, I was say Chris has pretty high quality. His, his is good stuff. But you know, why would you even bother to go look at those if you can it, can get one from Disney? Something I've been saying for a long time. Why aren't they putting out their uh their stuff you know why uh, they missed a big opportunity well, with like extinct attractions well extinct attractions could be bulldozed tomorrow because they've got all that real footage and the real people now if they go out and spew the stuff that they do in the behind the scenes tours about the, the basketball court now if they really show what all the it half actually truths, is all the half truths uh, that we <laughs> that piss us off on a regular basis exactly but if they actually come clean to some of those things, and it it does kind of surprise me that they're showing. I'll be I'll be interested to see how much because as a, an employee we got to see a lot. As a fan over the years, we got teased here and there. I mean, Walt used to tour us around WDI and the show and show us what he was going to do and tease us a little bit. So I'm curious at how far that access goes. Um, but I think some of the people. Uh, who just talk about Disney and talk about their experiences at Disney or like us who might just complain or uh, like to grill Disney for this or that. I don't see us necessarily hurt that much, but I can see IMW, you know, I mean, all I'm doing is uh, uh, critiquing and stuff like that. Would people still want to hear my opinion when they can hear Disney's? It really kind of depends if it's totally pixie dust over and not real. You know what I'm saying? Here's well, he, he's, he's my take on it. Okay, and, uh, I was going to say, I'll go next because there's, there's one aspect okay. we're completely missing. But you go ahead, AJ. Yeah, and, and I'm only speaking from a marketing and, and events background, so in uh, a business background. But um, I think this is their opportunity to take some control of the communication about their company. 
Um, the online community is powerful, and um, I'm sh- and let's be honest, most of the messages in the online community is great, and it's free marketing for, for them. Um, but there's a lot of chatter out there that they must be concerned about. And I think it's a great way to start controlling a lot of those messages by pumping out some good content, making sure that um, they have some more say within that, that fan base. It was really interesting. A lot of the talk today was the fans have been asking for this. And um, whether they've been asking Disney directly for it or the online community for it, who knows. But um, I think Disney's been listening very closely about what's been happening. And we spoke about Mousefest a little bit earlier, Greg. I don't think that um, they're looking to um, take over Mousefest. I believe that this expo is the way they're heading. And um, I think uh, what they've done with Mousefest is probably imposed so many onerous conditions on the organisers that um, it was easier not for it to happen. Yeah, you know, I, I'm still curious about that because I, I don't know that it's totally come clean. I, I want to take them at their word about, you know, the uh, sort of um, disarray they're in with the changing of guard and all that. But, you know, Mousefest can make its own problems. I mean, Mice Chat has meetups. A lot of little groups have meetups. We've got Westfest. We're not necessarily imposing ourselves on Disney. Everybody's paying to get in. We're not holding any any paid events on property. And if we did, the only thing I did find out is when I was checking out a possible venue in the park for Westfest was they didn't want to know that the DPN meant the Disney Podcast Network. Yeah. They're like, well, well <laughs> just, let's just leave it as the DPN. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, you know, whatever, whatever floats your boat, because you know we don't want to do anything that we're not supposed to. So, though the Disney name in certain aspects is copyrighted, there are people out there with the name Disney who have nothing to do with the Disney company. Uh, I think it's how you use it. I'm not a lawyer, but I'm guessing it's you know, if my last name has to be Disney or I changed it to Disney and I called myself the Disney Podcast, you know, what can you do? My name is Disney, uh, but I you I am. I'm thinking this expo. Now you said for four years it's going to be here, and I, I I'm thinking your your analysis that it helps boost uh, what's going on with DCA. I'm taking it then the next four years, or if this is successful, we'll go to Walt Disney World and stay there. They made the comment today that it may move. <laughs> yeah, who knows? They said it could travel internationally as well, but oh, um, interesting. But they've given a commitment to Anaheim for four years. Well, right, you know what's, right. what's interesting is this goes in line, and, and then I know, Mike, you you you've, you get hit on something we missed. If people were also following the stockholders meeting today, they made mention of a lot of things which about trying to make money off the internet stuff, which up to now has been free for most people, uh, podcasts, etc. So, how these two go together should be interesting, Mike. What what, do you, what were you saying? Okay. We were missing? All right, the the. Disney controlling the online community content or trying to, you know, rein it in. There's one aspect that the online communities provide now that I don't see mentioned anywhere in any of this, and that's uh, the actual sense of community, the the feedback mechanism between your content producers and the consumers, right? Is there going to be forum space or chat space or any of that sort of thing? I mean, you, that question you, was asked. You laughed, today. John. Because, <laughs> uh, really, because that, that's that question because it was asked today, and you know what the response was? What? That would be a that would be a great idea. <laughs> we have, yeah, we, we should okay. consider that. Okay, see, but that's that's what that's how communities develop. It's not they, it's they not do. it's not the one way spewing of content and people consume it. 
it's it's the the give and take the 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 feedback but, you get and then that's how you get to know the people and they did mention community in their in the release there was something in there about a a community so the way we view community and they view community is going to be the the question is it the same kind of community where like you're saying is it interactive will there be a board will it be a way to um, you know, like post something to Dave Smith or uh, Marty Scalar. You know, that would be awesome that you could think, you know, Scalar's got a you know, forum going there and you could hopefully, you know, the guy's old, can keep up with it um, and post it. Now, Iger's a big tech guy. We've been waiting to see what Disney's going to do with tech. How long's I, uh, Iger been in charge now? Two years? Two years at least. And, you know, he's a huge techie. It's been, you know, it's taken a while to get the tech thing going from Disney. I haven't seen a lot of tech. And now from what I'm hearing about how they want to generate revenue off the Internet. Well, like I say, traditionally, Internet's been free. Well, you can do that through advertising. You know, they can, they can have ads on their, their websites. Will they start to charge for content? You know, will this video podcast eventually cost someone? Or is it only going to be available to us D23 charter members? Well, not necessarily yeah. charter members, but the people who pay your 75 well, yeah, bucks yeah, or whatever no, I, it is. I just had to throw that in there. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm sure at I, some point you're going to get some sort of you know web portal to log into with your credentials sure. and get whatever special D23 content they're going to pump out that way. Yeah, right. true. Hey, can I just respond to your comments, Mike, because I think they're really good ones. I think the main difference is um, Disney's view of a community is still focused around their business. Where I think a lot of the other online communities evolve from people having a love and, and passion about what they they're discussing and and what they do, and I think um, even though they're using the term community, I think that's a nice buzzword to use. This is still a marketing initiative or or a communication initiative, and I don't think they can replicate what people do uh, through passion alone. Well, okay, that possible granted but then it becomes a disingenuous use of the term community a community is not one way or or is it or they envision it that they're gonna put out their stuff and then all the little serfs are gonna talk about whatever the king puts out so the community is still the online people that have joined and there is no actual community with the content provider yeah well i think i don't think they're trying to put the online community out of business but i would wouldn't be surprised they're trying to control it and make sure everybody behaves. I don't. Like, I don't feel like they're trying to but, put them out of business. I just think it's yeah. Yeah, yeah but it should be interesting to see. Will what? What's the? Um, I know NNFC's got a lot of chapters, but what's the thing um, uh, that Matt or Frampa goes magic to now? Meets, magic meets. Ma- magic meets. Will Will Disney now try to control all of the um, Bob Gers who are whoring themselves out? to every small oh, right. <laughs> thing. Uh, in fact, you know, there's a Bob Gurr thing coming up soon uh, through 8-Pin Publishing, and I but, forgot what else, what other name she uses for that stuff. You know, will they curtail that back and encourage those guys to rein it in and do this under D23 instead? Um, now, obviously, they contractually had nothing in place when those people left, so it would be kind of hard to do that. But you never know what kind of pressure they might want to put on those guys. But I wonder, too, I just happened to pop into Lou Mangiello's site because, quite frankly, I've, I'm not quite up on what all he's doing other than his show. And I heard something about a magazine, and I see now that there's a new magazine uh, he's got listed here. But there's a video right now that's the featured video, and this is what I'm thinking 
might stop with this new um, community. Here's Mongello in the parks as just a podcaster and an author, and there's nothing they can do to stop you from writing your books about Disney, but he's in the park with his microphone, with the, uh, what is it? it, what's the little thing they put on the mic, the flag? Uh, is that the right term, Richard? Oh, yeah. The flag. Yeah, the flag that I says... I see him come in quite often with, the, with his stuff there. I don't think you do because he doesn't come to California that much. Yeah. Thank you, Richard. Um, but he's got the little WDW radio on his um, microphone. Microphone, and they're videotaping at the opening of the um, American Idol thing. I wonder if they're going to try to cut that kind of stuff back because you know when when MiceCast has done these kind of videos, we've done them very very low key, out of the way spots. I'm seeing some here where Lou's just, I out mean, in the open, way out in the open. And as many times as I've been asked what I'm doing with my cameras, I wonder how he gets away with this. Well, it's probably a little handheld recording it, right? Not some monster prosumer device. Um, well, the microphone would be kind of, you know. There, there your... are a number of uh, podcasters that have just flat out, they've made contact with publicity and they come in and they, uh, I've, had interviews uh had to watch them do interviews with a couple of the different people in different areas of the uh resort for their podcast and it's uh all really? going through press and publicity would publicity actually talk to anybody without press credentials they do all yeah yeah they would so just so just some schmo off the street can convince them to if you can show that like like if we were to go in there and say we'd like to do a show on this type of thing, is there a possibility we could do an interview? Yeah. yeah I'm sure they would probably uh, make an effort to uh, make it available to us. Oh, okay. I find that All hard right, to believe. Richard, make contact and find out. Pick a subject. I don't care what it is. <laughs> I want to test the theory. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm so you to go on vacation so I can do my show, do the show on my own, and then I'll test the theory. So you yeah, guys got to go. On you, don't, you don't even know how to press record on the recorder. So, all right, well, back to back to our uh, reverse and swirly friend from down under. Uh, what else came <laughs> up on the? Uh, Wasn't that a name of a group? The, the Eddie and the Swirlies or swirl- something like that. Uh, the Swirling Eddies. Yes. The Swirling Eddies. That's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, so, you know, I, I, if I if I could throw in, I'm, I'm listening to what you guys are talking about on this, and I think God, I hope so, Richard. You're, yeah. you're a participant. Well, no. Forty minutes into, and he's finally tuning in. Uh, <laughs> well, it, it's hard to listen to the two of you talk, but I was listening to what Aussie John was saying here, and you know, I you can go with the do you does Disney want to control the community or are you going to go with the theory that Disney is just going to become the 500 pound gorilla that nobody can uh, get around to be able to when they go online to check anything I think uh, Greg Lutz over there just hit the uh, nail on the head and I think uh, Greg Lutz over there can take the credit that uh, Disney's just finally catching up with the uh, whole podcast and uh, this whole new opening media i don't think they're trying to be they're going to come in as the 500 pound gorilla because they're going to jump in with both feet but i don't think it's so much as trying to uh, take control or anything away i think they're just trying to get in and suddenly realize there's just a whole new area that they haven't even really 
you know, barely scratched the surface on. I, I think that's just, and they're just jumping in with both feet into this new uh, arena. All right, that does it. We're going to start charging for this. What do you, what, what do you, yeah, nobody, nobody will pay. That's the problem. Come on, a penny. A penny a show. <laughs> We'd have made a dollar twenty by now. Come on. Hey, but you know, you have to have a sense of perceived value, and a yeah. penny doesn't show much value. Um, okay, quarter. <laughs> all right, back. Uh, my reversing swirling Eddie. Uh, John, what was uh, any other major parts of that that interview or? Uh, show today on on your conference call that really stands out other than this um you know sellathon to sell all this this merchandise so there was a couple of points just to wrap up um the um, press conference that i'll run through you guys but i'll leave you with a statement after that because i know you guys <laughs> will really want to um toss it around between yourselves but the um they're saying this is just the first stage of the promotion. There'll be a lot more things released over over the coming months. Um, there's no immediate plans to hold any events in the parks, but this may be considered further down the track. Uh, there may be additional benefits for annual pass holders, uh, DVC members and Disney program members. And um, Marty uh, Scalar uh, stated, and you'll love this, this is not meant to be another means for Disney to sell merchandise. Is intended for Disney fans to feel connected to the community and each other. Okay, that's so, a bunch. Um, <laughs> yeah, I thought you guys would love that and yeah. be a discussion point. Yeah, Marty, Marty is is one of the best spin doctors over there. Love the guy, but he knows how to put a good spin on things. But that's so. Uh, that's such a bunch of crap. That's a pretty much. That's a Disney. <laughs> that's a typical Disney political statement. I mean, I think Marty was the same one that said he would lay out and. Harbor Boulevard before they'd let him close the subs down. Oh, I don't think he ever laid out in Harbor Boulevard. Yeah. He I mean, might have at 3 in the morning when they had the traffic shut down while they were working on the restriping of it. I mean, really, Disney fans are already feeling connected to each other in in, in the online community, so that's crap. Um, no, but they, not necessarily to the Disney Yes, yes. Now, that, that phrase has some merit, but to feel connected to each other, uh, we're already there. I mean, think about it, though. If if they were to open up Disney uh, in the way that we've been able to experience Disney or even a fraction of the way we've been able to experience Disney have been ongoing cast members or former cast members, could you imagine what the the, um, the response to that would be? Let's say D23 might get you a chance to actually go to the archives or get a tour of WDI. But aren't the archives already open to the public? A limited basis. Yeah, they used to be. I think Richard can correct me. When we worked there, if you could say you were going to school and you were doing a research project, something like that, right. you could go in there. Otherwise, you really had to be a cast member to go in there. Right. You, you, if you're on the outside, you had to have a specific reason that you were going in there. And it, and it could be anything. They they had high school students that were doing a report on Walt Disney that they allowed to come in there. But you had to have a specific reason. You couldn't just go in there and snoop around. Oh, yeah, but, you know, but could you imagine if they, they start making that kind of stuff available or, um, uh, you, you know, even if it's just, uh, you know, maybe, you know, Song of the South becomes available to D23 members only. I mean, you never know what where they could go with it or, uh, like, say, DVC discounts, park discounts. Um, but then you got to wonder, it's like anything, if, you know, the, the DVCs used to be the best kept secret. Well, the secret's out. 
if everybody joins these things, then they're they're making more money off the reoccurring fee every year. And are you just saving the discount on your ticket for what you paid a year? Well, here, here's a, here's something to think about. Um, they're they're gonna open up the experience of of like having worked there, right? You, you get to experience Disney like we have in the past and seeing some behind the scenes stuff. They're gonna make so, you eat the in between. Well, no, okay, but here here's think about it. They're you know they're paying cast members, right? If you want to, if you want to have this experience, get a freaking job there. So on one hand, they have people who are getting this experience, getting paid, and then you have the other people who who can't, you know, they live far away, but they're going to pay to have the same experience of a ten dollar an hour cast member. Well, that was the complaint about uh, Briganti and the whole haunted mansion thing. Hey, if he wanted to be a haunted man and mansion cast member, he lives no. near Disney. Go get hired. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's promotion. It's a way of Disney keeping their brand name all there out there. Personally, I think Disney's getting to the level that it's almost like Star Trek was when they had three shows running and a feature going. It's oversaturated. What made you, you – I think you used to say this, or maybe it was Richard, that there was a time that you could only buy Mickey Mouse shirts in the park. Things were a little more exclusive. Well, some that's and now they're just money. available to everybody. Oh, you get it, Walmart. Just the, the specialness of it has, has been lost a little bit. But then again, the world has changed. It's not 1970 anymore. It's not early 1980. It, it's 2009. Yeah, more more accurately, because I know I'm going to get a letter on this one. Uh, yeah, you can only get a Mickey Mouse t-shirt that said Disneyland on it in Disneyland. Now I go to Las Vegas and I see it over at the MGM Grand, so... Okay. Uh, you know, it's uh, but you know, times have changed. People are de- maybe the demand is there. Maybe the demand wasn't there in the seventies. Maybe old school Disney guys still were, you know, thinking of Walt's time, and they didn't do that Walt's time. So we're not going to do that now. But this is a different world, a different type of marketing uh, to people. Uh, so is it bad? I don't know. I've never really come to terms. Is it good or bad? It just is. Okay. Uh, l- let me throw it on this way. Maybe it's not so much as. Maybe the company might be saying that they're trying to get the fa- the commu- the fan community to reconnect with itself. Maybe it's just the company reaching out, trying to reconnect with the fan community. You do have all these different things on the internet. You do have the DPN. You have your MySage. You have your MySchat. You have so many different uh, Disney communities already operating on the internet and through iTunes and everything. And Disney has their website on how to make reservations and how to plan your trip. But that's about it. They don't have anything that's actually, quote-unquote, two-way street communication going on with the fan with their fan base. Maybe this is their way of reaching out and trying to and trying to uh, get, get into that. Well, it definitely would be for a more electronic age, which is an Iger thing. I don't think Eisner was ever really into this kind of connection. Um you know, there was a time when Eisner was on TV every week, just like Walt was, introducing the wonderful world of Disney. Uh, since Iger's taken over, he's been kind of the guy you read about, but you don't really see about. You know, he's not in the face on the tab or not the tabloids, but, you know, he's not seen in the community like I, I, Eisner was, you know. I will say one thing for Bob Iger that I do appreciate. I do see him quite often down in the parks. 
Well, that's a good thing. But you know, you know, I'm I'm not referring to the parks. I'm referring to in front of the cameras on the press. You you don't see Eisner, good or bad, was a media hound, and it worked for the company at the time. And I think the company needed it to rebound from where it was. But for the last two years, it's like kind of what's what's going on with Disney? Who who does run Disney? Yeah, Yeah, I I think Iger might be looking at it as that whole being in front of the media and you know when eisner started that whole thing he said the reason the company was what it was was you had walt disney everybody said there's the man that runs disney walt disney is right there and he came when he came on board he wanted to try to do the same thing he wanted to put a face an actual person to what the company was standing for so he's he became the figurehead of what the company was during the 80s and 90s um at least he worked for that's, the company, unlike the Bartles and James guys who were just acting. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's, that on the double-edged sword is kind of what bit him when we got into the, uh, you know, 2000, 2004. That's what was, that was what was biting him in the butt was he was Disney. I mean, people couldn't disassociate Michael Eisner from whatever was wrong going out there with the company. I think Iger was kind of looking at it and saying, yeah, that's good and fine, but we don't necessarily need that right now. Right now, I really don't need to be put in the same position that Eisner was put on. Well, you have your opinions. Uh, now, <laughs> Thank you, and you're entitled to it. That's <laughs> yes, right. I, I don't know why, but I just picked up a brand new shiny penny, and I just noticed the back of the penny has changed. A uh, little side note. Uh, John, I what, have what a like thought. Now? Is and, John still there? John, yeah, John's still there. You okay? Oh, okay. He's there. He's just listening to his mumble jumble. Um, <laughs> now, um, God, I just lost my thought there first. That oh, okay, what was on the penny? Often. Let's go do ahead, it that. Go ahead, Mike. What was on the penny? Oh, it's it's a uh, it's like a covered bridge or something. On the, it's no longer yeah. the Lincoln Memorial. Oh, I think it's the it's the log cabin, isn't it? Uh, that a might be. I've got bridge. bad light here. Yes, yes, it is. It's the log cabin. <laughs> Thank you. I've got the lights dimmed in the studios and just you know enjoying the banter. Okay, that's good. <laughs> yeah. If you tell it? me you have a scented candle going, I'm. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, no, yeah. no, 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 not. not that sounds not, so much like Greg. Well, uh, here's the thought. The thought just came back. Um, I heard someone say this earlier. Maybe I saw someone tweet it, or it was in our conversations, uh, skyping earlier. Uh, we we let's not us forget um, Steve Jobs and what Mac World and Mac Expos have been, and what this eerily sounds like for Disney's Expo. Uh, Steve Jobs has known how to stir the fanboy um, pot, the Mac really lights. Well. Um, so, is this something that has spun off from Steve Jobs? Oh, I, okay. Do you really think – I don't know. I, I think it's kind of a stretch to say, okay, let's look at the other communities out there, right? Oh, wait. you got to remember how, how much of the company Steve Jobs owns. Um, yeah, you can't say that he's not a force within the company. And as they're sitting around there at the big table going – scratching their – well, one yeah, or the other go going, what should we do? What could polarize? Well, you know, at my company, we've really polarized, and you got all these fanboys too. Why aren't we doing this? I mean, it could have been simply – a drop in the bucket like that, and they're like, "Gosh, crap!" And Steve, he, he, you're yeah, right. and he, even if it is just a drop in the bucket, yeah, Steve Jobs is the major force uh, in the company right now, and no one can dispute the uh, monster that Apple is in the uh, 
commu- computer community. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're talking to a guy who... <laughs> a- Apple is not a monster in the, com- in the computer community. Wait, What's their wait, market wait, share? 10%, 12%? That's but not- they have like a cult-like following. Yes, similar. they do. Look Mac- at the world population and look at Disney's fan base. We, we call it's them- small. It's right. It's very, very small. When you look when at Mac and computers, they're small compared to the, the rest of the world. But everybody knows about Macs. Or, I mean, the that, general thing. That, and, that, and I was going to say, you cannot, for a single company to have the control that they have on the product that they sell, you don't have IBM, you don't have Compact, you don't have uh, Dell or anybody that has a control of their market like uh, Apple does of the Mac but, market. Yeah, look at Apple and what everybody knows Microsoft because everybody probably has to suffer through their day with some kind of Microsoft product. And I do yes, mean Mike, Mike, tell us how <laughs> people have to suffer through now, their Microsoft. Th- okay, <laughs> think about so everybody knows who they are. Apple has run such a compelling and wonderful campaign with I am a Mac, I am a PC that Microsoft tried it and failed miserably with that market and ad campaign. What, the Jerry and, Seinfeld, Bill Gates thing? Oh, th- those lasted maybe two airings, and they were gone. Then they went to this, like, like this everyday people one that, hi, oh, I'm a PC, and you're, you're like, who cares? They're not engaging like the the Apple ones. So oh, no, know, no. even have if it is seen, or isn't Steve ones? Jobs' idea, the whole idea of this expo, and if they run it similar to, like, a Mac World or the Mac Expo, keynote speakers you know new stuff to see um and you can't deny that probably lassiter has something to say in all this too because you know he's a a big creative force within the company now uh i think you got some new young blood that understand technology and and they're gonna uh, try to you know capitalize on it now let's look at the mac world they really control their advertising and their product but there's all kinds of fan bases with their own little you know, corner of the market to, you know, do their thing in the Mac world. So you wouldn't necessarily, I don't think, kill the whole community. But I think John's right. There are certain aspects of the Disney community that might become um, yesterday's news because you wouldn't need those kind of content, that kind of content anymore if Disney's putting out a much higher level of content. Now, like Briganti's got a magazine. But his magazine covers more than Disney. He covers the whole Orlando, uh, you know, greater Florida um, entertainment world. This is actually so, a, a print magazine? Yeah, it yeah. Is. It's a top-quality print magazine and big universal focus, too. Yeah, so he's got other things that are going on in the area. So I could see him surviving. But if, let's say, I don't know what Mangello's magazine is. I have no idea. But if it's just about Disney, with some of the contacts he has, which are good, but then this new D23 magazine comes out that's available on the newsstand to anybody, not exclusive. People might go and say, do I really need blues? But then again, on the other hand, a lot of people want to get every piece of content they can get. I was going to say that there's this, people yeah, who If you're in the Star the Trek ma- world, you buy the Star Trek magazine, you buy the sci-fi magazine, you buy that magazine over there, you buy all you the know, different ones to get all the information you can. That's right. So if you're, if you're a quality product... I think you'll survive. If you're the fly-by-night guy, uh, bye-bye. And, well, and I think when you take a look at uh, a number of, especially uh, Chris with the big D,
does he charge for those video casts? Not a. I mean, it, it's not like he's running competitive. Even if nobody signs on, which isn't going to happen, if nobody signs on, he's still out there. He's still going to be doing his stuff. He does it for the love of of Disney, and he does it for his fun. And he's going to continue to put it out. So it's not going to hurt him. And in a reality check, the people that are going to be checking his stuff are going to continue to check out his stuff because he might still have a different take on things than what Disney is going to be putting out on it. See, I, I think his is the type of show, um, let's say like uh, Beyond Main Street. That's just a fan base, silly fans having fun. I don't think that kind of thing could be heard. But a at the Main Street Cinema, a Big D, a WTTM's video feed, when you can get a top quality, perfect lit and orchestrated video Done on professionally yeah a haunted mansion versus us trying to shoot low light or with um the ir i'm sorry i'm not gonna even bother downloading that anymore because i can get this perfect one with perfect sound 5.1 surround on the apple mac tv right to but, the big high definition why would i even bother Greg, with Greg, the local guy? are you gonna end if this if this stuff starts showing up on D23, are you going to end at the Main Street Cinema, or are you going to start shooting new things from a different perspective and continue to put more things on? Change it uh, up. Well, right, right now the right now the right now the show is strictly like uh, ride throughs. I, I don't well, and I don't get too creative with that. So right. if it if my numbers drop dramatically, I'm like, well, okay, I've had a good run. Either I'll morph the show into something else. Or imaginary, my way might go video so I can visually show people, you know, sketches and ideas and things like that. I don't know. But if, 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 quite honestly, I wouldn't watch my own crap if I could <laughs> download a quality perfect thing from Disney unless it becomes, I'll tell you what, I won't download from them. Um, I bought the set of one, two, three, four, five DVDs. When I was in Florida in 2005, I thought, great, I haven't been here in you know, 19 years. I'm going to buy these videos I don't know, or DVDs. I don't know when I'm coming back. One of the worst investments in my life, the, the, the $20 VHS tape I bought in 1982 rocks these five DVDs tenfold oh, yeah. with content information. They are so poorly done and aimed for a two-year-old yeah, showing I, I the parts. They're you. horrible. And I now agree. if that's the content they put out, I'm flushing the toilet and moving on and doing my own thing. Because well, I, talking to a couple of people that have s sat around on the side over at uh, broadcast services and some of that, yeah, it, I don't know of anybody that really likes that particular video. It was strictly, it was a marketing video for the most part, and you can tell it's a marketing video, and it was done by committee. No, so. I, don't, I don't mean the Disney. I had the Disneyland one came in the, the group, but like the Epcot one, they got this dumb scientist guy that you know walks you around the park and makes stupid jokes, and it's it's just not quality content. And you know the the um, Animal Kingdom ones got some safari guy and et cetera, et cetera. I would rather watch the planning DVD that they send out, or the one the girl Stacey. they run twenty four seven in Stacey. the. Uh, and the Stacy, or no, actually, I'd rather watch the girl, the Spanish girl. I can't understand a word she's saying, but uh, I would rather watch those videos than the DVDs they sell of the Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom, Epcot, etc. They are just horrible. But the 1982 video, I've watched that more than once, and See, I'd like to burn it to DVD. I, it is, it's great. I really think they'll have a bigger market or bigger interest um, 
with the nostalgia angle, showing you oh. the stuff that's gone. If, oh, if, oh, oh, man, gosh, I'd be all over that. Like, same here. You know, on like Donkey Kong, dude. <laughs> if they, if, so far, I, I've got to say I've stayed away a little bit from extinct attractions. I've seen some of the work, but it's, you know, it's not – they're not putting a good quality product, but it's it could be so much better because Disney has all this archival footage. You know, I'd love to have an old – uh, Carousel of Progress or America Sings. Or, oh, yeah, America Sings would be another good one. Uh, the stuff that uh, Journey Through Inner Space, you know, th- those kind of things. All the stuff that's what extinct. <laughs> exactly, extinct. and I, I, I think extinct. I gotta say, Dave, really, I think it is Dave, uh, had an awesome yeah, idea Dave for O'Neill. it. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I, I it's just it's too bad. Not, the source, the source material is. Yeah, I mean, not he, quite he does a great job for what it is. Don't get me wrong. It's just. I'm really surprised this is the one thing Disney has never done, and maybe now is the time. Maybe, maybe you're on to something, oh, it, Mike. Is that, that would be awesome. Yeah, if, they, if they're really going to be in touch with the online community, they're going to find out that there's those who are, you know, your casual coming online just to get information about their trips and travel or whatever. Um, then you're going to have – Well, other, for the, trips and travel, all you need to do is go to – TheTravelEars.com. Yes, yes, okay. And then, and then at the other <laughs> travel end, safe, travel informed. <laughs> and then, and then at the other end, you're going to have the people who are the DF. Come on, they, they they whatever Disney puts out that they can hold in their hand, they'll buy. Um, and if and they're coming to places like not necessarily like us, but to Chris, Big D, Brad, uh, even you know Dave O'Neill and them, they're going to them for a fix. For something they can't get back, and and I swear to you, if if Disney sold that stuff here, you want a you want a video ride through professionally done of adventure through inner you know inner space, twenty bucks. Oh my gosh, they'd sell out. Oh no! Look you know? at every time they release like statues and stuff, and uh, even the big the big figs of older stuff. But that stuff goes. The, you know, the retro stuff is very popular. The, those 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 detailed park models. The uh, What's the name of the dude that makes yeah, it? Yeah, I, I know who you mean. Oshevsky or whatever, you know. Oh, don't. Uh, yeah. Okay. Hey, Aussie John. Uh, mm, yes. Wake up, John. I, I, I know <laughs> you, you, you have a limited amount of time. We can sit here and just jaw away. But is there anything more you wanted to put on or talk about on uh, what took place with your open session today when you had the uh, question and answers that went on with Marty and all them with the uh, D23 announcement. And did you get a question in, by the way? Oh, yeah. Did, um, you, hit, no. did you hit star one fast enough? <laughs> no, no. I definitely didn't move fast enough. But um, look, we'll be posting that full interview on the Travel Years tonight, actually. So um, if you want to have a listen to the full conference call, um, there's some it. interesting listening. Where was oh, that again, sweet. John? Wow. We'll be posting that um, entire conference call on the Travel Ears tonight. That was so, the um, Travel Ears at TravelEars.com. <laughs> <laughs> Another Greg McNaughton uh, <laughs> production, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come so on, you, you guys. So you, tape whole, you tape the whole uh, conference call, and you'll have that on yeah. the uh, on Now, the John. That, that'll you, be interesting listening, yes. Did you hear the – or? hear or read any of the stuff about the shareholder meet or um, convention today. Yeah, I did. Oh, yeah. Oakland, okay. California. Could, could you put two and two together or one and three and make five uh, out of anything that was said there that wasn't said at the D23 and realize that maybe they were holding back saying this was D23 related, but 
some of what they were saying at the stockholders meeting might be affecting the D23, i.e. like the uh, on making money on online content, etc. Yeah, see, I, I'm, I'm a bit funny, Greg. I, I live in, in the corporate world, and um, to me, it's all, all a show. <laughs> it's probably more of a show than what Disneyland and Walt Disney World is, a, a lot of this stuff, because... They're trying to build confidence well, in buying their they, their stock. It is. That's right, and it's all a production. It's put on by a production company most oh, of the time. Oh, it always is, yeah. Yeah, and um, so, look, I think people like to go to those things just to have a bit of a say and hear what's going on, but um, there's no real information that really comes out of that stuff, and it's only information that they want you to hear. Um, I thought it was interesting that they did coincide the two announcements, um, uh, which was interesting because um, the two announcements were big ones. So I thought they may have spread it out a bit more. But no, look, I think there wasn't much that came out of the um, stockholders meeting, and um, I think they got off pretty lightly in regards to to the questions that were asked because I thought there would have been a lot more focus on what Disney was doing during these um, hard economic times to make sure people were still coming. How would they take care of their annual pass holders? Um, those type of questions well, you, you, appear to come up. I kind of wondered if they I, – I haven't been to one. I've always said I was going to go, and I've never never been. But uh, when I heard that they had some, like, six-year-old, uh, why did Mr. Walt Disney create the Walt Disney Company? I mean, did they go around purposely getting people to ask dumb questions that – didn't really need a hard answer like you're saying you know they were encouraging people buy a buy a stock for your kids so they can watch it grow it's a great life lesson and they'll have a piece of the company blah 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 oh yeah not a bad suggestion but yeah but you know but i mean that really leaves a lot of gray area for like you said what's the company doing to make your stock uh appreciate over the next year or two are you kidding they had a six-year-old ask a question yeah, they, uh, yeah, and, and, and that was the stupid question too. Um, yeah, what? Did, <laughs> why, why did they create Walt Disney? Yeah, it was. It was uh, like, yeah. why did Mr. Walt Disney uh, create the Walt Disney Company? I believe was the question. Now he might have been ten, but it was a child. It, to make effing money. <laughs> did someone answer? <laughs> Walt Disney was a capitalist. It's a good thing. Profit is not bad. Profit is good. No. <laughs> what, what they do at, at at these meetings, if I remember correctly, they actually have people. You, you, they have these cards you can fill out as you're walking into it, and you have your questions asked, and you can put an address that you can want to, if you want a response back, blah blah blah. And they'll go through some of the cards to actually see what type of questions, and maybe ask a couple of those people. Well, would you like to ask this question during the meeting? Yes, yeah, so it's a show. And, and, and if you argue, which one would you rather answer? A question from a <laughs> From a six-year-old or a question from a pissed-off annual pass holder oh, yeah. wanting to know what benefits you're going to get next year. Why? This why is, a, this is, it? is like a Benny Hinn faith healing thing. You know, you got to pick out the right guy in the audience. That, 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 that's essentially it. That's essentially it on, on a very large – well, I can't say any larger than what that scale is. But and the, Well, I found it interesting they went up to Oakland. It's yeah. like, let's see if we Arm, get away the from armpit. the parks. The well, armpit that, of the Bay I, Area. You know, John brings up the the question, and I find, and it suddenly I did it didn't dawn on me until he brought the question up. Oh yeah, we do have the stockholders meeting, and yeah, we have the D twenty three announcement. Why would they have the two announcements on the same day? I would think, just in a good business sense, well, they would what, have different. I know. Of, well, let's reasons. see what let's see what the stocks do tomorrow. Yeah. You know, did yeah. this did this get anybody excited? We actually had a good day in the stock market today. Um, there's been some reported 
profits from a bank and everybody's getting the heart on over it. Let's see if we yeah. can see if it lasts. Last. I, I'm t I took a quick look at it and it closed at 1661 today, up six and a half percent. So, sit, wait, did you say six zero or one six? It's one six point six one. 1661. What the D Disney stock? Disney stock. $16, wow. $16 a share? $16 a share, but that's up. That's up over a dollar today. That's a well, $1. Last I remember looking at it. Now, I don't follow it a lot. I don't have a lot, but I remember 43 bucks a share or something like that a while ago. I yeah, remember it, it was like 120 for, for a year. Yikes. When we first joined, it was like 120 Well, they, yeah, when, then, they kept then, saying, yeah, if it hits 100 they're going to split four ways. We're like, yeah, split, split, split. Yeah, uh, it's. it's Running in the uh, mid 20s for the longest time, and then when the stock market started dive, taking a nosedive, it's been hanging on right around the 17, 18 dollar mark. I wish I had money because I would buy, buy, buy. Yeah, uh, it's a great market for buying if you have it, and yeah, in, a, in a company that's going to be around. I wouldn't be investing in GM or Chrysler or any of those. Uh, Disney still, even though when the stock markets were tanking, uh, at the, you know, for this time, Disney's still reporting good. Um, what, what do I want to say? What, making good income, and they're making really good dividends per each share. Uh, you know it, what? Disney has never been known for paying great dividends, but they're consistent dividends. They're consistent, but for Disney, they're some of the highest dividends that they've paid for quite a bit. You got something so to say there, The market close at $16.61, guys. So. Yeah. Well, John, it's a day ahead of time. What's, what's going on right now? What's it? <laughs> yeah, what's it, where, where's it opening at? Do we need to buy now or should we sell now? <laughs> yeah, that's an offline check. Though. John, John is living eighteen hours uh, in the future. Uh, so, John, do you see this affecting uh, places like uh, Travelers or any of the travel-related um, companies that are out there? Is, is, you know, will Disney really try to suck those people in? No, I don't. I think they still need those type of organisations. We do half their marketing for them. So, look, I don't think this is an intent to close anybody down, but um, I think by having better quality communications and information out there, it will keep the online community honest. more honest. <laughs> but um, I, I think there will be, yeah, probably more accurate information out there. I think places like MiceCast, Travel Years, anywhere where it's a commentary-type show, um, based on opinion, I don't think they got anything to worry about at all. Yeah, because we can crap at anything. Online, yeah, that's <laughs> right. If you're basing your online um, um, involvement based on facts and history and trivia and those type of things, you may um, run into um, a few issues with Disney. I believe, anyway. Yeah, I can. I can see IMW having some problems, and you know, if it, you know, had its good three or four year run and it went away, I. I feel like I've had a good time and people have enjoyed the show. And you're right. You know, I, I may be getting things wrong. I do a lot of research to find my stuff, but a lot of it's uh, so a lot of it's my own, you know, experiences. But there's a lot that I find out there or find in books, and it could be wrong for you know. For, I mean, for God's sake, I found published stuff by Disney that's wrong, and I only know it because either having worked there or doing a little more research or asking somebody who worked there, who was in the know, not a frontline Disneyland cast member, but people, WDI, things like that. So, yeah, yeah, maybe there's not a need for mine anymore. But then again, on the other hand, a lot of people come to you or to shows like IMW or um, maybe Blue's show who's not looking for the official Disney Pixie Dust covered stuff. They're looking for someone else's opinion because 
you, you just don't always want what's being you know spewed out by the company sometimes you want to hear the other side okay <laughs> i mean do you i mean a lot of people don't i mean uh, again at the disney the disney fan or fanatic is going to take all of it there, well, that, I, I totally agree with you there. I think a Disney fan, and I think Lou said something like this on tweet today. You know, I'm pretty much a sucker for all this stuff. Now the wife, I'm going to have to convince her, you know, something like that. Yeah, yeah, I saw that tweet. <laughs> I fully related. <laughs> I, you know, but it's, it's true. I mean, there was a time when I just tried to suck up everything. But you get to a point where, like, my taste changed. I no longer bought cheap statues. I only bought more quality stuff you know and it's like you, you can only absorb so much but there are some people that that's all they live i live more than just disney so um you know for me i don't find a big effect here i'm actually kind of curious about what it turns into but unless i find a value after the first year i'm not going to renew i'm i'll give it give them my 75 dollars the first year now is it is it 12 months happen. is it 12 months for you or is it like based on the calendar year so if you you signed up today now you're only good till the end of the year because i saw that uh if you sign up by december 31st of 2009 you're still considered a charter member right they're yeah just anybody i think that's just to be uh, maybe down the line charter people will have a few extra advantages i don't know i'm to guess but they're just trying to say if you want to consider yourself a charter member and maybe that's just a name that has no value but that and 50 cents you, know, you get a cup of coffee right? well not at disneyland but yeah, yeah. that and 295 get you a cup of coffee <laughs> well there, there there are certain things i finally uh uh hit my own little stride when uh disney came out with their new disney visa card a number of years ago i got mine the first day it came out and so your card always says uh, on your uh, member since and it gives the year mine says member since day one and it's, it says charter member on my card and everything okay that's just been kind of a neat you, you know besides being able to uh you know buy the uh baseball tickets and whatever else with the card when you need it um it's just been kind of a unique thing to me i've kind of liked it this last uh, summer when i went on vacation and i had to use out a couple hotels uh for the rooms a couple of people are going wow since day one and it brought in a whole new conversation it's like and you go yeah okay. give me a suite now yeah, yeah. now, now well, it actually has some sort of meaning to it my triple eight card says i've been a member for 33 years do you think the tow truck driver really gives a shit <laughs> <laughs> but can you say you've been with triple a since day one yeah but see triple a is not yeah. about kissing your ass right yeah disney's a little bit about kissing your ass well, yeah, your, let's make it a good experience, money. though. You know, no truck driver's about dragging your ass. <laughs> uh, and you know, who knows? Will, will will that be like wearing a birthday button? So when you, you I don't know. If I'm, if I, will I ever need this D twenty three ID card? I mean, they're gonna send me that in a certificate that you know will probably go in a drawer, yeah, not all, on a wall. It's for you all know. you other D twenty three card holders to whip it out and you know compare. <laughs> exactly. Do I need that? At, yeah. Do I need that at the expo, or if I go to the park in the shop and that gets me a discount, will the cast member go, "Oh, well, well, excuse, excuse me, sir, shouldn't we be going to Club Thirty Three right now?" Well, now that you mentioned it, you know. that's why I was asking John if you know with the membership cards, is there something more that there might be a benefit coming down the line that when you do come to the park, can you use it like a, you might not for. 
for example, like you, John, you're being in Australia. Are you an annual pass holder, or do you just uh, buy the tickets when you come out this direction? I just buy the tickets normally, but because I'll be out there a few times this year, I'll be right. a, a annual pass holder of both both parks. But uh, no, that question was asked, and there's nothing definite in the pipeline. But um, they did say that there will be more announcements over the next few months. So I'd say if they get a lot of feedback, Richard. Maybe they would um, consider that. Yeah, you might be able to come into the park when you you know next time you're out this direction, and whip the card out in a restaurant. You get ten percent off in the restaurant you know, 20% off on your merchandise, something like that, or just go through a, a regular Disney.com through their mail order and get a discount as a D23 member that way. Yeah, maybe. I think the Walt Disney World dining card's even more expensive than the D23 uh, promotion, so I'm not sure if they'll do anything with dining, but uh, it's a great idea. I'm sure that the more feedback they'll get. Um, uh, I would love to know how many hits in actual payments were made today because I noticed they had two payment options. They had a bill me later uh, option on there, if I remember correctly. I was trying to find or go back to the site and uh, how see would that, that benefit you. I wonder. What's that? I said, well, I wonder how that benefits you. I mean, bill me well, later. If you don't or... have the money now, you bill me well, later. I guess but so. If you if you don't pay by a um, you know a certain time, I'm sure that ask for their membership card back. Well, I I know I don't think you get it. Uh, my guess would be you don't get oh. it until you pay. Oh, but... that's true. Well, no, I can actually, I can actually picture, especially if it's just a cardboard card. You know, if it's if it's plastic, even plastic cards, how much does that cost? Just in the advertising alone. Yeah, but it's more uh, than the card you're getting when you're when you're buying. You're getting the card, the certificate. I'll the, tell you, I'll tell you what. I, I, but I can picture if you if you choose the option of bill me later, they'll still send you the card and the certificate, but they might not send you your special gift quite right off the bat until you paid off so that if you don't pay off well i got my card and my certificate i feel happy but the company is not really out anything in the first place yeah but why why go through the hassle of setting up their number and all that uh now i know they you, you uh, magazine companies risk this all the time and it's really no loss when they're sending out millions of copies to send you know those one or two out and then you never pay and you never get another copy big deal uh, and this could be along those lines and uh, I can't find. <laughs> I probably deleted the email. I can't find my way back to that uh, uh, the site. So, hey, anyway. uh, John, did, I heard you say you they asked what the special gift was, but the answer was they weren't going to tell you. It, 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 it's a special gift, so they wouldn't tell people what it was up front. <laughs> okay. uh, I, I, they, I, they I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't help but think it. of my special uh, purpose. That <laughs> <laughs> definitely special. Yeah, the. Um, they did say that it was special. It did come from the <laughs> archives, and um, and they did say it was something they would place in their own home. So I think that dispelled any rumors about it would be a pin. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's one of the planks off the uh, twenty thousand league submarines that have been oh dismantled. Oh my gosh! You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know. Oh, it's a light bulb from the, the retired <laughs> retired electric parade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still get people that come in there still so totally pissed about that. You know, I think it is. I think it will be a print. Yeah, it's probably it's probably a yeah, some, some it, kind to of to recognize that date. I bet you it's that 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 uh, band Mickey pencil drawing that's kind of their logo. It could be probably signed and numbered it, or something. 
But, you know, it, it, that's a real thin line to say, oh, it's, it's good enough that even we would put it in our house. Didn't say they were putting it in their house, did they? <laughs> yeah, well, it's already there, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, hey, um, you, you're talking about interest. It, look, there must be a lot of interest out there. We got 980 hits to the Travel Ease website today just yeah, on that topic alone. Yeah, but 25 of them were me, so you can't count them. <laughs> but um, if, if a small website like us are getting those type of hits, I'd love to know what Disney got. Yeah, uh, they yeah, don't I, they don't release figures, right? Everyone has to guess. That's right. Yeah, true. That that would be very interesting. I, I'd really love to know how many people just signed up today. I mean, they're you know they've got the incentive to sign up by the end of the year to be a charter member, but that's a long time you still have to be considered charter. Uh, but I know, like Lou posted early today, Amangelo, you know he's a first day member. You know, he not that that means much to anybody, but. Uh, maybe him and a few others. Disney's not going to acknowledge first day membership, I don't think. Uh, but I just, I just, I would love to know. You know, you know, did they make a million dollars today, gross, and you know, yeah, sales? And, it, and it's real know? money, right? Real, real money. Yeah, yeah, it's real money. Except I, if, unless everybody took the bill me later option. Well, okay, but it's, you know, okay. We, <laughs> I know, we, I know what you okay, mean. We're yeah. not on the cash basis of accounting, right? Um, right. Right. Uh, I'm at this point. My my compelling, or not my compelling, but what would compel me to join is if the content they provide required me to pay my seventy five dollars and gives me some sort of login access to the D twenty three. Because well, the D twenty three is a public access from what I saw. Yeah, it's but, right. but you know, so again, you're seventy five bucks. You're getting four magazines. The potential, the special gift, whoop-de-doo. The poten- I can scan those for you. Yeah, the potential, right, to purchase other things that nobody else can get and discounted admission to the expo. So you're not getting anything really exclusive. Well, yeah, what if you don't want to go to the expo? It's like a big whoop to you. So, okay, there's, there's nothing. Because it sounds like it's a discount to the expo, so if you don't join... You can pay rack rate for the, the sure, app, and right? it's, and what's the difference going to be? Twenty five bucks, you know, what percent? Ten percent, fifteen percent? Disney's not big on discounting stuff, right? Um, and the magazine, the magazine is available not just to the D twenty three members, is it not? Is it can it, if it came out? I it, believe you can buy it um, in the parks. So okay, so is that just the initial, the inaugural edition, or is that going to be from this day forward? So you can yeah, get I'm the magazine sure without being a member. Mm. So if you can get the magazine without being a member, and you can get into the expo without being a member, besides your special gift and your potential for buying merchandise, what are you getting for your money? Well, that's what a lot of people were saying online today. It's like, where's where's the value here? And I'm, I'm taking my chance. I, 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 and I said it earlier, I might do it. I'm taking my chance that something else is going to come along, and if I... I don't want to say lose $75, but I invest $75 in the first year, and it doesn't pan out. I just won't renew. But because some, I, if I read right, there's not auto-renewing. You're going to have to be notified and renew in your own. Just like your AP, they, I'm they, sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so if something comes, you let us know because that's what I'm waiting for. I, I mean, there has to be something beyond. Well, I'll tell you what. I, I, already got, um, I already got a response. Yeah, um, thank you for your 75 bucks. Sucker. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, pretty much, yeah. Um, it's, it's the online receipt that you could have print, you know, print 
printed the page, but it says that they'll be sending you your, oh, I already got my membership number. Uh, it is. No, I won't give that. <laughs> how many, but uh, it, just out of curiosity, how many characters is it? Six? Oh, no, it's longer than that. It's oh. not something you're going to remember off the top No, no, I just, you know, I wonder if you can extrapolate how many people sign up based this. on the numbers. But I found, I found this interesting. They, uh, it's seventy four ninety nine. The shipping and handling was eight ninety five. They credited me credited me eight ninety five for shipping discounts, and then added a sales tax of five eighty two. So oh, it was yeah. eighty dollars and eighty one cents out the door. I guess I better do mine before April first, huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, now, <laughs> an interesting thing said that uh, items may come. Now, this may be because this is just through Disney's shopping website, but there's a disclaimer that not all items will necessarily be shipped together. That they could come from separate entities. Yeah, it's called dropship, right? Exactly, because Disney doesn't want to warehouse all this crap. It comes directly from their manufacturers or where you know wherever. Um, uh, but I, you know, I have, I don't know. You know, it's it's going to really be hard to see. I'm I'm taking my chances and and just going to see where it goes. And like I say, I know some people are really debating seventy five dollars is a lot of money, and it is. But you know. So I Especially pay if you my don't. cable late next month. I don't know. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take my chances. Now, did I have to do it today? No, but yeah. I'm thinking, what the hell? Jump in, then I'll I'll have stuff to talk about on the the podcast. Uh, quite frankly, you know, what what's to stop people from saying, you know, I don't want the gift they're selling this month. Hey, you want to buy one? I'll buy it, and then you, you can have it. Back. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. This kind of stuff goes on all over, like those exclusive. Uh, uh, statue clubs. A lot of people don't keep them. You know, though I don't, I don't like mermaid. I'm selling you my mermaid, but I, I'm waiting for this one that comes next month. How, how, stuff, you know, how 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 apeshit do you think that Disney will go if D23 stuff shows up on eBay? What can they do? You're 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 you have a right to sell stuff you own. You own it, right? There's no there's no restriction in purchasing. There's no little fine printer contract or anything like that. Well, remember, it is per person. It's not for family. So it's not here. Here's here's what happens. You know, it just drives me crazy about it. Cast members and, and they had to start really uh, curtailing how many things you bought. When Company D opened, they'd have exclusive merchandise. And you'd go down to this local shop in the Westminster Mall that sold memorabilia. There'd be like five of the pirate watches. Yeah, for the Pirates' 35th anniversary or 40, whatever it was back then. It's like, wait, 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 wait. You know, that's just that's not what it's intended for. You know, and that kind of stuff drives me nuts. Um, I know someone who runs a shop that sells uh, Disney statues in it in downtown Orange, and you know, people want to come in and buy three of a certain one. Well, you know what they're doing with them? They're going right to eBay. They're probably listing as exclusive, no longer sold which is usually a bunch of bull crap because I see stuff all the time that's no longer sold in the parks, and I'll call Richard up, and yeah, I trust him right to go there. look, yeah. and he usually does. Do they still sell this? Oh, yeah, they're still selling that. So, uh, uh, anyways, I I don't think they can control you to do that. Now, if you started scanning the magazine and posting it online for free or selling, that might be different. Well, oh, okay. But yeah, then I mean, with copyright laws on that for sure, so they'd be so, able to get you. What was the what was the cover price for the magazine in the park then? John, do you know? Okay, no, I don't know. I'm just trying to find it as we talk, and I can't find it. So, gotta be at least selling in the park. I never made it that far south on Main Street. It's gotta be be at least twenty bucks. Well, the the other, uh, well, you know, this answers maybe another question, John, and I hadn't I hadn't thought this deeply in quite a while. 
uh, which most of you know, but okay. <laughs> we're, we're, uh -oh, we're, we're going yeah. on this one. Is that a <laughs> question? Uh, we're pondering the demise of Mouse Fest, and that's been kind of swirling around both ways in the toilet, depending where you are in the world. E-Ticket Magazine just ran its final um, one, I think, a month or two ago. It's been ended. They sold that in the park. Wouldn't the e-ticket be exactly what is going to be wrapped up into the D23 magazine, that kind of information? Well, you know what's weird, Greg? I had a meeting with um, some of our leading um, media people in Australia a few weeks ago about where the press industry was heading, and, and I think we all know um, the printed press is dying. Uh, magazines are dying off. Um, newspapers are dying off. They just announced, um, they just announced today like six major uh, newspaper publishers in the have, U.S. Have, yeah, yep. have, have either closed, you know, shut down entirely, or going strictly digital. I mean, well, like, well, yep, so. Some of them are being dumb shits. L.A. Times, for example, they're giving their content away free online. Well, why would you buy the damn paper? And the paper sucks, anyways, and is is yeah, shrinking. Too, too liberal. Daily, um, okay. why would you buy the printed thing when you can get it online free? A lot of papers, Wall Street Journal, for example, a good paper, charges you for the online content. Yeah. I like, well, I like well the funny thing is the good papers are in trouble too. The Wall, Wall Street Journal, uh, the New York Times, they're all struggling. Okay. And um, so, um, look, I, I don't know if there is a future even for, um, for Disney. I think Disney is so confident about in its fan base that these – that their fans will just keep buying stuff and that um, they've always done in the past. And look, yeah, but there's, uh, there's a difference here, well, John. Think think about this versus a paper. Okay, you can read a newspaper online and then you toss the file. You don't care because you've read it for that day. But expires. Uh, a it's magazine stale, like stale, this, yeah. you, you kind of want to have tactile content con or, or contact. You want to look at it. You want to flip through it. You want to and take you it. You want to take, take it to the John. That your hard drive is going to take a dump, and you lose it, and you can't get it back. At least with paper, short of stolen fire or natural disaster, you're going to always have that. Um, and you can take it to the toilet. <laughs> well, my, my laptop, my laptop, and iPhone travels. Oh, you, know, oh, so. <laughs> you take a laptop into the can. <laughs> I didn't say I did. I said they travel. <laughs> Oh, yes, you did. You said you said they travel right after we talk about going to the can. So, you know, right. well, the inference you there is you take the house of the future at Disneyland. Didn't you see the computer access at the toilet? <laughs> no, my one. I have not been able to see the house of the future at Disneyland. You haven't. No, my one. My one entry in there. As soon as I got in there, one of the kids had to use the can, and of course, there's no toilet. You didn't see the, you didn't see the laptops at the can. No. <laughs> uh, it's it's not very well. It's not it's there. the future, really. But anyways, um, so, uh, John, I understand what you're saying because a lot of magazines and, you know, uh, papers are struggling. A lot of them are just bad. They're, the content is not what people want. It's it, But when you offer stuff free online, and now if these magazines were duplicated online and they were always there on the Disney server and I had access to them because of my membership, I that might be good enough for me in – in contrast to having the printed material. But if I have to download it and I can never re-download it, and I have to take the chance of losing a file unless I've got good backup systems, that would make me nervous. All right. So, so John, what was the, what was the, the thrust of your discussion about the, the future of the press? Cause 
you know, you still, you know, there's still a need for, you know, reporters at a scene of something to take down the facts and turn around and disseminate it to the public. So if the print goes away and it's it's strictly digital, you know, and and the and they have to charge for that content. Yes, I mean, but what what was the what was the conclusion, yeah, well, or where did they end up with that with that discussion? Where the newspapers are concerned, there's a move towards what they call citizen journalism. So these are people, and we saw it recently with the bombings in Pakistan. Everything turned up on YouTube within minutes. Um, yeah, people were recording it on their iPhones and uploading from um, the bomb scene. So that's starting to take away the need to have, to have journalists. Now, you always will need journalists for investigative reporting, but um, the way the um, way the public read and scan news at the moment, um, they, I think they gave us some stats, and supposedly it's, I think you've got about two minutes or three minutes to engage your audience in the story now, and uh, 90% of the time they won't read any further than the first paragraph. So... It's going to be really interesting the way the um, industry is moving in the future and the way the industry responds. But um, that's why I'm really interested about uh, the way Disney's handled this because they must have such big confidence in their, their fan base. And as you said, Greg, like maybe they have. Maybe there is a lot of people out there like us that will be happy to spend $75 on a magazine they can take to the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But you still, I'm not sure how much YouTube videos, I mean, for maybe the drive by generation, but you can put a YouTube video of a bombing up, but if you don't have any information to go with that, and yeah, I think you, you say you're I was going to say that same thing. You're, now, you're, then again, there is a non trust. We almost have a return to the Vietnam, Vietnam era where the young people aren't trusting what the older people are telling them. So they figure that, you know, they go to YouTube, they're very tech savvy. Uh, they get this video. They they listen to propaganda out there, that, and they don't realize it's propaganda because they don't trust public media because they think it's propaganda. Uh, we really could go through some turbulent times if people aren't uh, bright enough. And quite honestly, in the California schools, I'm not sure if we're teaching them to be bright enough to disseminate or know the difference between uh, Shinola and shit. <laughs> so the, the other thing they brought up just out of interest is um, the way people are scanning for information these days people aren't um, sitting on Google for hours and hours a lot of the time the Google information is being pushed to them um, through readers and RSS feeds etc and like a lot of people like itself is just coming a lot more sophisticated and um, yeah, that the news is coming to them so um yeah, I know we're getting off topic a bit, but um, it'd be really interesting to see how the press industry handles it. Well, you know, it's very possible, uh, too, that this is – the magazine is short-lived. It, it, there's only so much Disney content you can put out before you have to regurgitate it in a different way. It, it may just be a lost leader to get things going, and then they move into a digital content, and they don't even do it. Because you're right, you know, I might read three paragraphs, unless the writers really engage me, I'm like, ah, oh, this story's boring. You move on to the next one. But I can remember my dad sitting for hours. He'd read the front page. He wouldn't read a story and then turn to the, the finish of the story in the back. He'd read the front, then read the second, you know, and pick up stories, and you'd be reading multiple things at once. I don't see people sit down for hours reading papers anymore. I know I scan for news. I listen to, you know, to... Uh, the few minutes you get in the, in the car, and I I don't find it in the traditional ways 
that my parents and grandparents founded. Yeah, I still got my, my papers. Yeah, we get yeah. the paper on the weekend as well. But, but I think I think Greg has the point with with uh, like the Disney News. Um, when that was in existence, Greg had his, I think you still have your collection, don't you, Greg? I, I've Walter. got every, every um, one since day one in 1965. Sometime and, it started. And the E Ticket or she's that was bad. The E Ticket magazine uh, was the same way. You you buy the magazine. It wasn't one you got rid of, it, and there is something to be said about having that something in your hand. Um, you know, like that. Star Somehow, Trek, when you I, say it, it's not as as funny. <laughs> uh, like that, like that one Star Trek episode on the original series. He got everything on a computer. It's dissected, d- disseminated, blah blah blah. But it's just not quite the same as actually holding the book in your hand and reading the story out of the book. Um, there is something to uh, to magazines, and you know, but that, gotta, you know, you're talking about forty year old guys. Do kids have that same idea? Now I look at my house. My, you know, I've got kids from twenty one down to uh, fifteen. They still want those, you know, the teen magazine or the latest magazine and, with Johnny Depp on the front of it, or or the Halo magazine. These kids are savvy. I mean, they find stuff in the internet that scares me. Like, how'd you find that? Yeah. They're very yeah, they're, in touch, yet they still are very hands-on also with magazines. They're, my kids my kids are the same way. They're showing me things. That I Where did you find that? I've been looking for that. Oh, it was right here, Dad. But at the same token, they enjoy the magazines that they get. They enjoy being able to uh, have that magazine available, especially, you know, with kids. At least my kids, there's times where I'm going to restrict them from the computer. They can't just go on the computer anytime. Okay, they can go pick up a magazine and still read it, though. And so they like having that magazine. They like having something in their hand that they can uh, – they don't have to worry about the power being on, off, or anything else. They can uh, – and they can, and they have the pictures that they can look through at their leisure. Well, the kids uh, aren't allowed to touch my collection of Disney news. Yeah. See, there you go. There's your fan base, John. There's <laughs> going to be people that are going to have multiple memberships in the family because – Dad's not going to allow them to get a hold of their Well, no, magazine. here's the funny thing. <laughs> I had my own subscription to Disney News. Then it turned into the Disney Magazine. When we became annual pass holders, premium pass holders, you got a subscription to the Disney Magazine. Then they stopped publishing it, and they wanted to know what magazine I wanted to get. And instead, they sent me this stupid magazine called Family that I yeah, throw yeah. five Fam- copies yeah. away of every month. Because I've told them I don't want it, they keep sending it, and it just goes yeah. straight to the recycle bin. Yeah, um, we still get our, our family magazine, and our next door neighbor gets theirs too. They're aimed at a age level that is much below. But see, I'm looking at my Disney news set as a complete set. I, I you know I handle them with care. I wash my hands before I touch them. I, I try not to leave them out. It's I can't replace them. Just like old pictorial guidebooks to the park, I can't replace them, so I handle them with care. But here, here's here's a good question though, and I'm going to put this to John since he, for the most part, I think has a better pulse on the situation than most of us. Here you have Disney trying to get into the heavy technical scene, getting onto the uh, internet with D23 and having all this web access, and they're going to have this, that. They're going to I'm going to guess their webisodes and. Uh, all their digital content. 
but they're going to turn around. They're going to have this magazine at the same time. Um, is it? Do you think it's just covering the bases, or is that the same question you're kind of trying to bring about? On do you think their fan base is going to be that strong to be able to have both? Um, uh, look, I'm not sure to be honest, but look, just on the technology side, um, I did have a bit of a chuckle to myself today in that. They were announcing all these this great rich online content, um, this new website and uh, all the stuff they'd be pushing out to um, all, the, all, all their fans, but they can't seem to get their own website right in regards to uh, getting accommodations. <laughs> and, uh, I knew where you were going, John, because yeah, we have a dining reservations, <laughs> um, all the things that the fans are asking for, the, the real basic stuff that most of us could knock together on a weekend. Right, <laughs> because we, we know one fairly tech-savvy guy that can actually put videos together and edit. He's, he's not a dumb individual, goes to the parks all the time, has been really frustrated with the new system. He'd probably rather call somebody and talk to somebody because their online system has not been that great. Now, in the past, people have complained about their online reservations. I never had any problems booking a trip through the Walt Disney World website. Now it's the ADR thing that's become, I guess, a bigger issue in the way they do it. But you're right, John. For someone who's coming out of the gate here with uh, trying to be tech savvy, they're having big issues with some really basics. But, you know... Disney, you, you track back their, their whole web presence. It's like they've made mistake after mistake after oh, mistake. Oh, big time. The whole you know, go.com thing. Exactly. That's where I was going. The whole go.com, all that. They've kind of been behind the ball. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I've been, you know, skimming, skimming the D23 website, and it, it's pretty thin. Oh, no, I guarantee you it's thin. So I'm, I'm going to be a guinea pig for us here. And, it's thin. And, I mean... I mean, come on, recipes. Walt's own chili. Whoopee. Okay. I, I mean, there's four recipes here. I mean, some of these are okay. There's four. Walt's own chili. I clicked on the uh, the news and features. Right. Uh, dated today, three ten two thousand nine. Disney twenty three. You're all access past the worlds of Disney, and I can read. It's I don't know how many characters this would be, but it's it's probably a five minute read, if that. Yep. You know. You go to the, the news and features, you know, you go to D23 and you click on the news and features, you get the Twilight Bark and all this stuff, the Twilight Bark has stuff I hadn't heard about. Okay, so that's good. But the, all the break, all the stuff they have for breaking news, it's not breaking news. It's none of it's news. Okay, now if they have the recipe to the Kungaloosh, it might oh, be. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. No, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, come on. This is family, right? So there's not going to be the booze. Well, how do you know? Disney's a family organization, but yet they managed to incorporate right. booze mm -hmm. into their... Uh, Nori-wrapped ahi tuna with stir-fry vegetable strudel, chocolate lava cake, Sonoma goat cheese ravioli, and Walt's own chili. Those are your choices for recipes for this month. Or I, how often... Well, this quarter. This it, quarter, right? Yeah, so this quarter, cake. right? Um, but the rest... Okay, archives. I'll hit the archives one. But, I mean, this stuff is... Okay, this day in Disney... Interesting, but again, I've seen that somewhere. Where, where, well, I'm, yeah, I mean, this is stuff that they were already oh, sort of running. The, the Ask Dave, website. the Ask Dave, that that's straight out of the old uh, annual Disney. pass holder magazine. Well, it was in the Disney News magazine yeah. also for yeah. a long time. Um, it's also still in the uh, uh, Disney Newsreel. But it's, you know, it's uh, if they're trying to bring all this into one spot, because. Like I say, a lot of the communities like, where do I find this? Where do I find that? 
Disney's website hasn't been that good. If they can actually get their crap together and do it right. A complete um, list of Walt Disney films. Huh. Well, I can already find that on the. In fact, I've got a book by I think Leonard Maltin that has already done one of those. Yeah. Um, Holy cow. Some some of the stuff that they consider a Disney film, though, it's crazy. (laughs) They got it from all from all the from all the brand all the. uh, Oh, like Miramar or Miramax, all that stuff. No Miramax, Hollywood, and Touchstone, though. Okay. So considering (laughs) Hollywood and Touchstone. 603 films since 1937. Well, I say, you know, I'm, I'm going to give it, a, you know, I say I'm, I'm giving it a year. I've thrown my, my money down and um, we'll see what happens. I mean, I, I, I want to think positive things that it will go good. But I'm always a little skeptical, but uh, I, I think it's an interesting idea and I just hope it's, it's done right. I mean, Disney's not done some, internet stuff right before and i think killed me you know who knows maybe their long-term plan with killing you know the disney magazine and now that uh e-tickets gone i mean this is could be a just a long process to get to where they are i mean you don't throw a website up overnight i mean it, there's a lot of content to put together here a lot of programming a lot of a lot of depth to cover and like say they still say there's more to come so um i'm gonna hope for the best but not you know be covered with pixie dust in it i'm um uh, We'll just see, you know, I'm, I'm hoping so. something good will happen with this and, um, you know, so but then again, a, I'm still waiting for my club 33 membership to come up. Oh yeah. Just so in time. We're, at a, we're, we're definitely at a, uh, stay tuned then. Yeah. I uh, mean, what else? I mean, it, yeah. it, it, it debuted with fanfare, right. And you know, you had the, all your DFs ran out and bought their membership and now you're going to wait for, well, you know, actually your special I, gift I, and your, I, your magazine. I want to say the mail. no. I, not all the DFs because I saw a lot of DFs tweeting today just said that are just going, I don't know, because let's say for a couple, and we won't say which couple this is, but they're a pretty enthusiastic couple. They would both have, you know, if they really thought they both wanted to be a part of it, there's no family membership. They'd both have to sign up. Well, okay, now you're talking, 100, you know, yeah. 150 bucks. That's not so family friendly to to a lot of folks, and what but, are they getting for it? Even at this, let's say you just buy one person. Like I just bought one for my family. Will my wife and kids see any benefit to this? Well, if we can get something to hang on the wall or some discount tickets, uh, maybe it'll be okay. But let's say they offer a discount annual pass. Let's just we're we're just going to assume they go there, right? Okay. It's a personal membership. Can I extend that to my family to buy multiple? annual passes that will be the more interesting thing because right now these are individual memberships and that and also but yeah with the individual membership if you have the expo is open and uh, all these other things are open to people that are not necessarily members you as a member can go there regardless and you can still bring your family with you without them necessarily being members well well yeah i mean they can buy right they can pay rack rate for their annual pass and i get my discounted the where, family and, and overall still saving money unless it's a 74.99 discount where would you uh, see a need for a family you know the enthusiastic couple we we were talking about where would you see well, the need for them well, to both have a membership well yeah, that's again, what I was getting on that. again what we don't have enough information to find out like i'm looking right here d23 member only screening of up Okay, is it member and family, or is it member only? Ah, it's, I think it's going to be member only could buy tickets. Only. 
Yeah. Uh, that's my guess. Well, you're, you're assuming that. No, that's, no I'm not assuming. Actually... I'm guessing there's a big okay. difference. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> counting on it to be right. Right, because right now, yeah, well, and that that sort of sounds like you, like a cast member. Only a cast member can buy a discounted ticket, but he can take his family with him, right? Right. So right. if it goes on that kind of um, um, idea, then yeah, maybe, but we don't know yet. And why wouldn't they say this is a family membership versus an individual unless they have specific plans for individuals? I don't know. Stay tuned. We'll find out. Yeah, stay tuned. Exactly. Uh, been beaten to death unless John near the. I think this one's uh, been beaten to death unless John near the one that uh, had that conference this morning. Is there anything you feel should be added onto it? No, not really. Maybe just my own personal thoughts. I'm actually looking forward to seeing what pans out over the next three months because um, I think that this will make some changes and um, I think it will impact on the online community, um, on fan meets, um, the way we access information. And it'd be interesting to see if Disney can deliver what they're promising. And if they can, I, I think it's a good thing. We're looking forward to the expo. And if I can get out in the September, I'll definitely be going. And um, I think it'd be pretty exciting to um, see what Disney has to offer. So I might leave you with those thoughts. No, I'm with, I'm with you, John. The expo might be very exciting. So I'm, you know, if they can pull together people to talk that you could never get together before because they have the power of the Disney company to get those individuals there, man, I'd be all for that. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to wait and see how it uh, how it goes Yeah, I'm gonna, <laughs> before yeah, I plop I, down my 75 bucks. I, I, I work for Disney. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you might plop to... down um, hey, hey, a little, hey, 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 a little hey, more than hey, that. Hey. A, um... I, my perceived value. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got my regular ticket. I guess I won't get to go to the exclusive event, but I have my regular ticket. Okay. Uh, <laughs> With all that, is there anything else we should cover over for tonight? Oh, uh, don't forget uh, West Fest is coming up uh, April, is it April 29th, 30th, May 1st and 2nd, four days at the original Magic Kingdom, Disneyland, California. Uh, be well, there. Seven weeks away. Yeah, seven seven weeks, and John will seven be there, weeks. correct? John, you're coming. John and his corn dogs. <laughs> That's a uh, visual I just didn't uh, need before. Uh, before you go to bed, right? <laughs> Bad <laughs> dreams. <laughs> I may have to stay up on for a while. I'm a little disturbed now. <laughs> uh, um, a, you can go to the DPN website. It's called uh, the DPNWestFest.com. List all the events we're going to have. Uh, will be a good time for all. It's free. Uh, as, well, as long as Park you buy an admission. entry ticket. Uh, and be there, have fun. and uh, Almost, well, not almost, but quite a few of the DPN podcasters will be there, plus some podcasters and other communities who are members of the DPN are holding events also, and some just DPN forum members are holding events. So we're really opening it up a little more varied uh, kind of stuff this year. So be there, please. Yeah, yeah, it'll be fun. Um, I'd like to make a quick uh, program announcement that uh, – this show is kind of being interjected between like two regularly scheduled programs. So when you come back for the next show, it's going to kind of refer to the show before this one makes sense. So you have to, this is topical and we had to get it out quick. Yeah. So we basically put the one we recorded last week in the can for another week and yep. this one, will bump but it. it'll refer to the previous episode. So it's going to be kind of odd. Yeah, don't, but, yeah, yeah. don't be confused. Well, they didn't talk about that in the D23 yeah, episode. That's right. No. That's right. So anyway, just a quick program note. I wanted to get that out there. Well, thanks, okay, John, for coming on. Oh, yeah, yes. go ahead, John. 
Yeah, just a quick reminder that um, the full press release, um, uh, the conference call will be on the travel years, and that will go up at the same time as MiceCast. So keep an eye out and um, have a listen. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, you can be listening both at the same time. Right. (laughs) (laughs) That would really be confusing. And don't forget, for all your travel needs, it's thetraveliers.com. Yeah, listen to the actual... (laughs) Oh, that was cool. Listen to the actual conference that took place this morning with the announcement, and then listen to our BS about what we think about it. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be handled much more professionally over on thetraveliers.com. You're going to make me do it again, aren't you? Travel information. (laughs) John John is getting a piece of of the action on this one here. He keeps saying this. Well, obviously, Richard, the only plug-in you have is at MiceCast. You have no idea what's going on in the community other uh, he than barely this, but... know yeah he barely keeps up with this I I, I I i'm busy man i got things i gotta do i can't keep up with these type of things right now uh, he, he doesn't even know it's being sold in the park and he works in there every day so you I know why, to... why would i think he might know that there's other podcasts in the world you think they would have um told the staff if they're gonna release something this big you would think so yeah uh, yeah uh, there, there really wasn't that big of a mention of it. Uh, no, what it is, it's called, it's called plausible deniability. Yeah. If it crashes, in, in case it leaks beforehand too. Yes, yeah, exactly. All right, so um, you're, you're gonna be able to finish think, thanking AJ for coming on today. Thanks, John, for coming on um, and telling us everything you found out, uh, you know, via thetraveliers.com. Thanks again, John. My pleasure. All right, boys. I'm going to... I guess we'll have to say goodnight, huh? That would be the... Yes. Oh, bless you, Richard. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.